to my name Okay, it's time to pass that crown If I called you my friend and I mean it I ain't gonna say that word too much Never was a follower Smoke from the sidelines Oh, shit. Episode like 27 Something like that Oh shit, really? Yeah, bro we're getting up there, honestly. I think we even have more in the past, but they just weren't numbered because those are the SoundCloud days. Those are the old days, you know oh, what I'm saying? Man. Only been, a few that have been, been here from the beginning. Who's been yeah. riding with us? Real shit. <laughs> no Only the few would know, bro. Yeah. Hell yeah. So, yesterday, we had uh, two events go on. One of them uh, outshined the other, surprisingly, right? Bellator was had the better card, I would say. Oh, but yeah. you know what? Would it be that surprising? Well, I don't know about the, Yeah, I wouldn't say about the whole card, but the main event the, for sure. I don't know about the card because um, the UFC's uh, card actually delivered. I mean, yeah, we I was about to say. We're kind of shitting on it earlier in the weekend. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, these fighters came me. And it seems like every time we were like, eh, we don't expect much from this. And it fucking delivers. Yeah. Man. Yeah. It was, it was a fun night of fights. And um, you know what, the, what was so surprising about that, too, is that they also had like two fights get canceled and i think like cheyenne bays wasn't even supposed to be on the main card right i think she ended up getting moved up i think she was on the main card but she wasn't the combing mm. and then oh yeah she for sure got moved up um sh- was it chasson or no it wasn't chasson aspen lad and chasson yeah so as- well, oh, wasn't was that last week yeah it was last week i know this uh, week was the coming was ronnie yaya oh ronnie yaya yeah ronnie that's yaya. right so, um, and then covid is running rapid i guess he got COVID, and then Again. I forgot who the other guy was. There was another guy on the card, too, that got off the card. I honestly thought that Gooden and Stoltz were the ones that got off the card, but it wasn't. I'm going to look it up really quickly. Wasn't the they're, ones that were originally the co-main? Their opponents. Yeah, so that was Ronnie Aya. I guess uh, Niklo, Nik, Nicholas, Niklas, Niklas, uh, um, his opponent had a problems coming into the, like, I think it had visa COVID issues or I don't know, something Something like that. And then, um, was, uh, here I'll find it right now. I'll find yeah. it. Yeah. All right. So, for sure, we are going to talk about Bellator. Bellator had the big main event. It's the uh, Pitbull versus AJ McKee. And then UFC, they had the Uriah Hall versus Strickland. The whole card. Do you guys want to go over the UFC first or, or Bellator first? Alex is also here as well. Right here, my man's chilling on the left. We got the USA versus Mexico game going on right now, too. The Copa de Oro. This is live. Live en vivo. La gran final. Um, yeah, just go over uh, UFC because, I mean, Sorry. honestly, the Bellator, I, I felt like it's just main event heavy, right? So it looked like there was a shitload of bouts that got fizzled out from this card. If you could see, this is 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 10, 11. But it looks like some of the fighters actually got rescheduled. Dude, Nico Montano, she missed weight. Fat. Honestly, I was so surprised. I think they even took her off the card, right? Yeah, they took her off the the card because the big mate weight miss. Do they usually do that? She missed by seven pounds. Sometimes the other fighter won't agree to fight, so they'll be like, "No, they'll just scrap it completely." Or the commission. Or the commission. Yeah, that's way too much weight. I think the commission would have scrapped that. Usually, they just take like half their check, right? Yeah. So and then also they removed uh well it was actually supposed to be Duhu Choi versus Danny Chavez, and then they ended up giving him Kaikamaka. And then Munir Lazez and Nicholas Stoltz. That's the other fight that got canceled because of visa issues and it was like kang right kang was supposed to fight yaya yes uh against yaya where is this uh ronnie yaya was kung ho kang yeah yeah all right so we'll start with the main card the first fight the headliner the main event main event sean strickland uriah hall break it down babies break it down babies um it was it was it was uh, right 
<laughs> I don't know. Um, hey, how's that? Or, um, Strickland's out of Corona. That I think that was the most like. Wow. For a second, I thought like, he meant virus. Right. No, he, no. <laughs> he's a California guy. He's representing he's out of coronavirus. <laughs> he's representing IE, I guess you know. Um, he's training out in um, Costa Mesa with um, Kings MMA. Um, he just stuck me on his job. Uh, just you know, just the easy day at the not easy day at the office, but it's just kind of fundamental. You know, just kind of stuck yeah. behind his job, followed up on it, just kept moving forward. Um, kept a high pace and, and he kind of slowed down around the third round, which is, you know, kind of understandable. It was kind of back and forth for a little bit. And then towards the fourth and fifth, uh, Hall just looked like he had no more gas in him. Yeah, and dude. He, he was just, just burnt out. He like. would always come into the rounds like very hot, like swinging heavy or like moving really well and like landing big shots. And then like he would get weared on and like he would just like start to like wither throughout the round and just slow down, you know? And uh, Strickland did a good job of though, of, like of really staying in his face and just keeping it on him the whole time and not letting him breathe. Because if you give Ruai Hall, I feel like the distance and the respect, he's gonna eat you up in that in that distance. He never really gave Hall the opportunity to like get started either. Yeah, I feel like he just stayed in his face the whole time. Didn't let him get set for anything or get himself set up for anything too like big or. Yep. And then from the like the very beginning, Sean has like a weird, awkward style where he keeps his left hand w down. But his jab is quick, so you don't see it coming. So he, you know, he, uh, and he has some good reach on him. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, he was just touching him up with that jab and didn't do anything too fancy. You know, he's not a fancy guy. He just likes to go in there and just box and, and occasionally he'll throw a kick in there. He landed like a good two kicks, yeah, a good head kick that landed. And, uh, I mean, it was just a cut and dry performance. Not much to say too much about it. Yeah. yeah like, I mean, best thing I could say is that. He did break Uriah Hall's orbital, which is not the best thing to say, but, I mean, that's, like, in a big, impactful moment. And you could see after the second round, he was really rubbing his eye, kind of feeling it out, like, oh, shit, like, it was really bothering him. So it, later on in the fight, every time he would land something there, I feel like it would just really stun him and kind of, like, really phase him. So, Strickland, are you interested to see him go on to, this, to really challenge in this division? Because I was hearing some words in the... MMA space that the winner of this fight is probably going to get lined up to fight Luke Rockhold in his comeback fight again. Wow. I don't know if you'd be interested in that, but I think that'd be a good test for Rockhold because Strickland is someone that like can break someone down, but he's also not the cleanest, so Rockhold could get a really good performance, maybe a crazy finish if he can put it together, but it's been a while. See, see the thing is um, Uriah Hall is more tentative than other fighters you know Rockhold, he's he's gonna get in your face mm -hmm. you know he's a he's a pretty aggressive guy strong and i mean his his technique is pretty pretty damn good he has he has a good uh roundhouse kick pretty pretty strong you know like i said he's a pretty good strong guy he's in his grappling's um really good pretty damn good yeah so uh with that being said i mean shit him versus Rockhold, that would that'd be interesting I think I'd I think I'd have Rockhold. You know what's crazy? Him. He kicks it with constantly with um that guy Orlando Sanchez. Mm. Cuz they're constantly in that area together like I believe he's a Southern California guy too. Well, yeah, I, Orlando I know Sanchez Ro is that big guy. The one that hung out with Strickland. I know Rockhold's I from know the um, from Southern California, right? And he but he he's training up in I UK. believe so cuz I I think he's actually training in Ruka right now. He's oh, steady wow. so training he's at Ruka. He's not even at AK anymore. Nah, I think he goes every once in a while, but he still trains with Jason Perillo because 
Jason Barillo became one of his major coaches, I believe. He switched over recently. That's when Bisping and them had that like whole reunion thing where they just like got reunited and stuff like that, you know? That was the big moment because he ended up coming to train over here. And I've been seeing him hang out a lot with uh, Cheeto Vera because I've been watching YouTube videos and like there's this guy called uh, Big Boy or some shit like that. He's like this big weightlifter guy. And then he also kicked it with Action Bronson and I seen it on Action Bronson's page because I watch... Uh, that fuck that's delicious but anyways not to get in too long of a tangent or whatever but i just been seeing him train down here and he skates and stuff like that i'm like oh shit but he's been wanting a fight he's been so fucking eager to get a fight to get back and strictly is someone that won't fucking deny anybody he'll fight anybody so i feel like it'll be an interesting fight i would say that i would have rockhold just being the cleaner fighter but he's one of those people too that i kind of question now but he's had some very, very tough challenges in his last couple fights where he got finished. But that being that, you guys want to move on to the fucking co-main event. Cheyenne Baez or Bays, Cheyenne Bays versus uh, Gloria De Paula. This this was impressive to say the least. I mean, holy shit! To to time the the time the head kick as she's getting up from the ground to make sure. I mean, maybe she didn't even make sure she was completely off the ground or her hands were off it the ground. It was like a split second in between. Literally yeah. her her fingertips had just came off the ground and Bink gets caught with a head kick Dog. right in the face and I was like, "Oh." And then as she came down, I can tell like she was kind of like this post video. She was like in a halfway crunch <laughs> position and like she was kind of like uh, you know, like oh, I was like trying to come up, and then she just it's over. Boom, and ate that shit. She, and well, she walked away. Cheyenne walked away. Like that's it. What do you think about the stoppage? Oh, because I mean, honestly, was, I thought the finish was sick, but the stoppage, I was like, come on, ref, like stop that shit. She's done. Um, I mean, she took like one or two punches. It wasn't. She took like five, five, some heavy six, elbows bro. too. No, she, it was a couple where she was just like eating them, and I was like, oh, he should have just stopped it right away when she fell yeah, back. Cause maybe it was a devastating fall. I was like, oh, I mean, she shit. wasn't out, but she was out. She was, yeah, not far from. I mean, I'm not mad at it. Yeah, but Cheyenne Bays, man, yeah, honestly, she, I don't know if you've seen her post fight interview, but she was really emotional because she got that like 50k, dude, like. I saw a really cool video. It was on, um, I believe it was the UFC's page or ESPN MMA, but they had like told her that she won the bonus and her and her team were like ecstatic. Like they were like literally like screaming, going crazy and stuff. Like super excited. Watch your yeah, show. You, you think gave, that's more of a happy bonus. moment or just like a Tonight. real life moment of these, like, these guys don't get paid too much? Uh, you got a uh, performance of the night. But it was cool because I guess recently she left her old coach and her old team because he was trying to get like percentages of their bonus so she was like she was asking teammates around she was like you guys let this guy get 15 percent of your bonus like what the fuck i don't think that's right like that's your bonus you know and he was like like she told them that and they ended up getting in an argument she had just left so her and her boyfriend or her husband they got a place in vegas i think they're training at extreme couture now where she used to train at so now they're training there she was like i took out a fifteen thousand dollar loan to come out here and like have a place she's like so i'm negative in my account right now so the 50k is really gonna help me out but yeah i think it is a testament too to like how much they don't get paid but she is barely in the ufc two fights so she's barely on her first contract from the contender series and she wasn't a champion anywhere at yeah the prior uh organization so but she's still on the come up like i mean it honestly if if fighter pay was really that much of a problem they wouldn't they wouldn't take it mm-hmm but why, I feel like well, why are you gonna the, go take a, a fist fight if oh i'm only getting paid in 14k 15k for it because you mm-hmm. know and it's like well 
think that's where like the Bellator and PFL really come into play of paying these guys more to lure them away from UFC. But I, I think UFC just I has that name behind them. That I don't believe Pel- Bellator pays the the fighters that the the, the label the level uh, Cheyenne is at same level of a fighter that is at Bellator. They're not getting they're not their pay is substantially different. Just the big name. So sh- yeah, yeah, Cheyenne like Cheyenne is getting paid way more than somebody at her level mm-hmm. at Bellator. For damn sure. For damn sure. But, I mean, there's differences. Look at AJ McKee just won a million fucking dollars. A million dollars. I don't dollars. think anyone, like, oh, well, maybe, I, yeah, you know, any, there's there's some champions that, that make a million dollars, but they, right off the bat, right to, you know, brand new champion winning a belt. Uh, which was amazing, too, because it was the Grand Prix. We'll get into that a little bit later, but yeah, it was. So, I mean, yeah, as far as the, the pay goes, I mean, it's just, you got so much of a pie. Yeah. And, Who's producing more? Or who, not producing, but who's contributing more to your pie? That's who you're gonna kind of break off more to. too. Yeah, you know yeah. What I'm so, um, I mean, with that being said, I mean, it, yeah, it fucking sucks for her that she has has to go through all this struggle to 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 train and to you know to make it or make her dream come true, so to speak. Yeah. So. But I mean, it is what it is. What it is. You got to do what you got to do. Gotta do, you gotta do, do. Like you said, yeah, she's she's in the hole. Now she's not in the hole. And honestly, she's a good fighter. Like she has like really good skills. And she's someone that like goes out there to fucking fight and get the finish. And like, every time I've seen her, well, you know what? Contender series fight. And then this fight, she came out hot as fuck. The one fight with Conejo where she was getting headlocked and controlled. I and think she really took a lot I, from that. That's what I was going to say is that that's what I was more impressed of was that she was like, oh, I came out here to grapple because... You know, you guys seen in my last fight that yeah. you know, and I didn't want to be remembered as the girl that couldn't couldn't grapple, couldn't wrestle. So I came out here to wrestle. She goes, honestly, wasn't part of the game plan. It kind of just, boom, it happened, and that's that. You know, yeah. that's dope. You know, it just goes to show, like, yeah, you go in there with a game plan, but sometimes your instinct and, and and skill takes over. She was like, "Fuck that! I don't get paid to fucking go extra, like fight <laughs> longer. Time, right? Like, yeah. I'm just gonna get the finish." And I thought it was a beautiful a beautiful performance. Um, another big finish was Jared Gooden, bro. Jared Gooden came out there hot. Did you hit this already? I hit it once. Yeah, you want to hit it? My bad, Alex. No, you're good, bro. I was just like, <laughs> I feel like we've been stuck in right here too, passing it back and forth. We got to share the love, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, the fight. <coughs> Stoltz. Stoltz versus Jared Gooden. Dude, Jared Gooden came out there fucking hot. Guns blazing. It was like... <laughs> Swinging heavy, got the finish in the second round, right? Or no, I mean, first round. Like a minute uh, and eight seconds in. Like Bisping said, it said it wasn't the most technically sound punch, but shit, it landed on the on the chin flush, and it was just straight. I think that was the the most impact of it all. It was just completely yeah. straight, you know, crack, and his whole head bobbled, bro. He was out, I think, before he hit the ground. Dude, I was like, God. But, uh, yeah, it was just a big shot. If, if I remember right, I was like, I think he missed the two ground punches when he hit the ground. So yes, like, thankfully. For him. One of them hit him like in the shoulder, and then the other one hit the ground, I think. The other one could have hit him bad. Like, it, it did stun him still. I feel like when it hit him, it still kind of like dazed him, but it didn't really affect him to the point where it was like too bad. In Mexico and US, they've been pretty back and forth this whole time. US, dude, they have like a really. Yeah, like really you see this right now they're in the past couple yeah. of years they really got up to mexico's level i would say that they're pretty level with mexico now like they make it a, a really fair. competitive game i mean even the last year that they won or the last time they won they had a really good performance i was like fuck i can't even be mad they just performed so well yeah. and all their players too are starting to get to the level of european 
countries, which I think is really cool that Mexico also is like at that level, you know? Yeah, they've always yeah. had Sorry like, to, like one or two players too much before, but now it's shit. like like a good amount, like a handful of players now that are actually going to Europe instead of just like one or two. No, yeah, maybe they're putting more money into soccer programs in the USA. So, Bogdasarian fought Colin England. This was you remember this guy? This was dope because I remember watching Melsic, and I was kind of. I don't want to say disappointed, but like um, they really hyped him up, you know, in the contender series, and he a lot. he gassed out and was like, "Oh, I mean, this was like your next fucking star and shit." Yeah, your your karate kid supposedly, you know. And, he had a uh, bunch of first round finishes. I mean, I mean that, that's that's good for him though to to get that octagon time or yeah octagon time in. You know, he got three rounds in on the contender series. He got what like a round. Almost a whole round in, right? Or a round and a half? Did it happen in the second round, or was it the first? This one? Um, this one, I believe it was in the second, second round. round. Yeah, so he, I mean, he's getting a little bit more time yeah, in there. Second like, round, 150 in. Like he said in his uh, interview, I mean, he, he's not impressed with his work. You know, he goes, this might be a good fight for you, for my coach, but this is not a good fight for me. He goes, I really like that. I was and, like, okay, cool. You know, I could see why he would say that. You know, he was getting touched in there, and I can see someone who, who maybe prides himself on not getting... I mean, that's the whole fight, the fighting game, right? To hit and not get hit. So maybe he was like, man, I got hit too many times. And maybe what I wanted to do didn't work. He said, you know what? Like, he was, this was my instincts. You know, like that uh-huh. head kick. I didn't, it was just. But I'll give it I to him. I was just fighting. He goes, I was just in there fighting. It Colin was, was really good, bro. No, yeah, he looked hella good. Right? He looked really good, bro, honestly. And uh, honestly, uh, somebody. Lesser than Melsic, honestly, yes. I think uh, it would have been a good night for Colin. Yeah, because I was thinking like, oh man, he's looking really good out here. And then when Bogdasarian hit him with that fucking kick, uh, did you see Alexis? You know the kick I'm talking about. The head kick, like oh, the foot man. wrapped around like the back of his head, which was I think pretty I remember cool. that he like hit him in the neck or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wrapped around, hit him in the neck, and they had him like intense. His head kind of like. He bobbled too, and he he fell over. I was like, "Oh, it's done," and I think he landed like one more punch or something, like a hand or fist. Yeah, he landed it, and then they called it. But thankfully, honestly, I want to see him fix the gas tank issues because it looked like he still had like a little bit of trouble with with his tank. You know, like he was was a little bit tired, and so I was like, "Oof." You know, maybe he needs to do more. um, No, or maybe it's just more credit to Colin, and had he pushed him to a point where it was like, "Fuck," he. He knocked me off my game plan. I just went in there and had to survive type of thing. And yeah, and he came out obviously the better fighter because uh, he went out there and just. I mean, your head kicked the shit. Your out official of debut, you get a finish like that. That's still impressive, even if you didn't feel at your best. I mean, I'm more eager now to see him later on and actually perform good. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, hopefully, it's better. Fighting at a Glendale uh, Fighting Club, mm-hmm. you know, or was it? Yeah, Glendale. Lindo Fighting Club over there where the Shabazian and uh, well Edmund Tavarian obviously is his, his coach. His coach, yeah. I had a feeling I was like he's training with uh, like Shabazian and them. I remember from like the Contender series when they were talking about it and stuff. So you you know it's right right now it seems like it's a striking heavy uh, gym. You know at least you know that's what's what's coming out of there. Apparently. Um, but I mean it was a good good fucking performance. He got a. a Performance of the night, along with uh, Cheyenne Bays, so them two. Um, oh my God, man! I mean, I'd give. I think I'd give. Rightfully, I'd give it to them two over Jared Gooden, even though Jared Gooden had a, a yeah one hell of a 
knockout. Um, just the cleanliness of those finishes. Oh yeah, I mean, just. I think it was just more like like uh, imp- impressive, you know. Jared Gooden, it was kind of like, yeah, he just power punched his way to a win, you know. And I mean, it gets it done, you know. The, no one's hating on that, but I will say, the extra fifty k is well deserved to beg sorry. Fight of the night, in my eyes, has to go to Barbarina versus Brian Witt, and absolutely did. Yeah, Barbarina and uh, Jason Witt. Jason Witt, Brian um, Witt. I said, I was like, what the fuck. Brian Barberina, really, Jason Witt. Really impressed, honestly, with Jason Witt. I was like, wow. I was going. I was. I was rooting for Barberina. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, oh, you know, there's no way he's going to be able to stand with him. And Jason Witt knocked out Bar. Knocked, Bro, knocked him down twice. He had him walking backwards against like, the cage, like whoa. really questioning himself. I know. And I was, I was like, impressed. oh, really? He's going to land the bigger shots the whole time. But Jason Witt was like getting him down on the floor constantly and really, really implementing his wrestling very well. But at the end, because you know how uh, Charles round? DeRosa, Charles Rosa, Charles DeRosa, Charles Rosa, he said that he had a cousin who bet $10,000 on fucking Barbarina. Yeah. And so at the end, the third round, like, I bet you he was hyped as fuck where he was just like rocking Jason Witt, almost getting the finish. But Jason Witt just like smart enough to get that last fucking takedown and really kind of gas him out. I was like, wow, it was an amazing fight. It was, it was <laughs> one hell of a fight. I mean, they were just both like. When they were in the pocket swinging, it was just like, oh, shit, you don't know who the fuck is going to get knocked out, you yep. know? And, um, yeah, it was it was, it was was fight of the night for sure, you know? Like, it was it was fun. Yeah. Oh, shit, he almost scored it. <laughs> it's the 45th minute with, like, a couple seconds left. They hit it to the top of the box, and he oh, we got five, shot it strongly wide. Five minutes of uh, at a time. It's already the 45th. Oh, no, 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 yeah, he got five. I'm a dumbass. I was thinking like 40 minutes and it's 45 minute. Do you feel like they've been said at, they touched it? I feel like that's more of a normal thing now. I've seen oh, wait, like five or more minutes added on to like to games. games. But they waste a lot of time. Honestly, every time they get fouled, a like lot of walking, a lot of fucking. Before, it should just be like two or three minutes. Now, arguing. They wouldn't the give them a lot of slack before. Oh, here I go feel like. USA with the counter. Oh, shit. They got Ariola going down the. Oh, no. Is that Alvarez? Alvarez? I always liked him as a player. Coming Edson. off, coming from America. Is it Edison or Edson? Edson. I, I it was Edson. Edson Alvarez. Yeah, not Edison, huh? That's no, the, yeah. That's the, the electric company. <laughs> Thomas Edison. Thomas Edison. Honestly, oh, shit. All right, we'll get distracted. All right. But, yeah, what a fight. What ended up getting the decision, which is really impressive. For the prelims, I think you uh, wanted to talk about the Kai Kamaka fight. Did you want to talk about Kai fight or just the Philip Rowe versus Kosi? Uh, let's just talk about Philip Rowe and the Kosi. I mean, Matt, this is this is Philip Rowe's uh, second fight in the UFC. The first Big, one, long, I, lanky guy. I mean, the the first fight in these UFC, I was in the UFC. I was kind of like, all right. I mean, he has some things to touch. It looks like he gets a little tired. Um, and he was getting fucked up until he actually, you know, got the finish. Um, with the wrestling, honestly, he's just he was able to get up though. I'll give him credit. He got he, up a couple he, times. He was scrambling pretty good, and Kosi is a. Um, a high level uh, wrestler too, you know, mm-hmm. but he has a, a problem gassing, and it looked like he had chin issues too. So he was getting cracked, bro. I mean, Philip Pro, but too with that with that reach, it, it's 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 tough to get in on somebody that's so long and lengthy yeah. like that, and especially once you gas out, you know, it's like you're done for. Game over. 
But and then when he ended up getting the finish with the big knees, I was like, oh shit! Like, because once you saw the landing for a bit, I was like, that's gonna be risky because wrestlers always have that big overhand right that they can hit, right? So I was like, oh, it's gonna be risky if you fucking try to run that. Like, he's throwing those knees in and kind of like leaning his head back, but he was able to like get a knee in the clinch and like keep him close and land a couple big shots that like were really, really phasing cozy. And then the the right hand just down the pipe just. Finish it to off. Finish off, yeah. He just dropped down, and that was it. I mean, it was it was impressive. I would have probably Honestly. cut probably cut him a, a check because he was coming. It was a comeback. Obviously, he was he was losing the first round and a half, and uh, just touched him up and was just like, "Good night." Yeah, comeback right there. Honestly, and uh, that I think that's it for the UFC. You know, we'll wrap I think it up. We can right touch there. on uh, on AJ McKee becoming what Bellator's best fighter they've ever had. If anything, it's like, <clears throat> I mean, he was bred home, bred there. Yep, you from could zero, say he is their best fighter they ever had. From O and O, eighteen and O, you know, just literally worked his way up to the title. I mean, there's nothing more, there's nothing more impressive about that. I mean, shit, no one can tell you you didn't earn it when you're fucking eighteen and O in the same organization in the same weight class. Finishing motherfuckers, you know, you f- like, and you finish arguably one of the best 145ers on the world, well, and your and promotion's best they've ever had in history. He's been champion since you started with fighting with Bellator, and now you're here beating him in a, like a finale, which is just like a Cinderella moment. And then on top of that, to get the first round finish, like it'd be it'd be crazy. Like once his uh, contract is up. You know, he just gets snatched up by the UFC, yeah, and, gonna, and he ask, said he's open to it. Oh, if, would most you guys definitely. Like to see someone like that being like coming up from Bellator, stay at Bellator for like loyalty purposes, or would you like to see him go into the UFC? That was kind of like better for a while. Fuck loyalty, brother. Like a bigger, it's all, better deal. It's all about money. Yeah, dude. Honestly, I say just like, like he start testing him. Talk about some dream matchups. Was there a grand fee the for uh, lightweight? Um. Not yet. I don't think they've had one yet. I know that they did the one for 170. They might have done it in the past that I wasn't aware of. Well, I'm sure Chandler's won his fair share of money, but a million dollars at once, I, I'm I'm pretty sure. It's a lot. I'm, I don't think so, you know? Um, maybe with get him getting knocked out against Charles, but I don't think the numbers did, did it like that for him to get that many pay-per-view points, you know? No. Um... But yeah, I mean the UFC is just a whole nother level, bro. I mean they they can dish out checks every time you fight. Oh, million dollar checks! It, you know, look at look at Connor. You know, uh, Adesanya is now on that level where every time he fights, he's getting at least a million dollars. You know, killing so, it every time. I mean, I feel like there's only a few fighters that really really pull that big big numbers that are champions because like a Shevchenko won't pull those numbers by herself Nunez won't pull like, yeah like it has to be someone competitive because like think, even uh, 145 I feel like by themselves they can't I think a- AJ he, he has the the charisma and he has the skill to and he's LA bred that's huge you know to be like you know he's he's a California native LA kid um you know I mean Take that, honestly. He if he if won he the def- championship in LA, he he defends his belt four or five more times over there at Bellator, and then who's to say, oh, you have to stay here? You know, mm-hmm. nah. He's like, you know what? I I'm the best in the world, just like Chandler thought. I'm the best in the world. Yeah, you know, I I got I got knocked out a couple of times, but you know, I still consider myself one of the best in the world. He came out here 
and, sh- and found out he wasn't. And um, yeah, I'm just saying. But no, I mean, a him versus Gaethje next. Oh, that has fireworks Oof. all over it. That's I mean, that's gonna be a banger, up. honestly. But honestly, dude, AJ, a- AJ, AJ McKee, man. honestly, he can be he can be a staple in the UFC, I believe. And I mean, in MMA in general, he already he's already putting his name out there even more. I mean, true. he yep. was coming up, coming up, and this just I think just shoot rocket ships him. You know, to a yeah. whole another level in he's MMA. You know, he's a he's gonna be a household name. It was covered so well by different like different, just not different promotions, but different media sites. Like I even seen ESPN MMA cover it, which was very surprising. Like Mark Ray Mundy, they posted interviews on their YouTube of Patricio, and they posted AJ, which I was like, that's that's like strange. Like this is like the first event they ever really posted like that for them to interview, you know, like it has to be a big event. And I think it's just because AJ is so young that he could potentially go to the UFC in the future. Maybe, you know what I'm saying? Or like, I don't know. I just think he, he's like someone that has so much, like he's at the top right now, but he still has so much room to grow. I don't want to see, hopefully this isn't like too early or anything like that. And like, he can hit still like some prime years in his life. Cause he's what, like 26 or some shit. Yeah. He's young, dude. I mean, he's young as shit. And like being that, a champion that, that young is crazy. And that not only, I mean, yeah, he won the belt, but right away we're not thinking, okay, now he's UFC ready. Mm-hmm. We're, you know, we're just saying like, you know, he has the caliber to be somebody in the UFC, you know, and obviously the UFC is the, the pinnacle of the sport. And, you know, obviously they have the best fighters in the world. Everybody says that. You know, why wouldn't you want to test yourself? You know, if you're if he's already claimed I'm the best 45er in the world in Bellator, I'm for sure the 145 best. Like, all right, go why, test yourself somewhere else. Why wouldn't you, right? Yeah, against other best in the world, quote unquote, right? So I mean, that'd be you know that that would be dope. That if uh, if MMA was more like a like boxing in a way, mm-hmm. that's Cross that's promote. that yeah, that's where I where I yeah. give boxing the credits where the 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 cross promoting and you got all these belts and it really shows who is the best in the world you know it's like well i'm i bet i beat your champ in that uh federation corporation association whatever they yeah. get, you know? <laughs> uh, it just sucks i guess for mma's sake well the ufc you already know they have that like disdain in their mouth from what they did with fucking uh was it that japanese promotion with not glory um Pride. 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 They let people over. I think they let uh, Couture go, and they let someone else go, and they were trying to get, like, fighters to come back, you know, and then do a UFC fight, but they didn't do it in return. Like, they kind of stalled on negotiations and never ended up sending anyone through. So they're like, oh, we got, we already got the shit end of the deal. Like, why are we going to do this shit again? Like, you've seen... They always ask the media, like, media will ask them, like, oh, are you guys interested in doing, like, a cross-promotion thing? He's like, nah, you guys seen how this has happened in the past, like... We can't do it again, you know, which I understand, but I do want to see them do some shit like that. But how long do you think it'll be for him to come? I feel like his contract might end pretty soon. I, I doubt you'll be on such a long-ass contract, you know what I mean? Who knows? I mean, there's always extensions. Questionable, right? Yeah. yeah. Championship deal, you have to be on, like, a couple other fights after you win the championship. I mean, you can't just win in auto- automatically, like, all right, I'm the best, I'm out, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. I'm sure, you know, AJ has, and he ha- he has that humble upbringing where he's like, you know what, I'm a hard worker. I'm going to I'm, I'm gonna defend my belt. I'm going to give this guy his rematch so he can shut up and I can knock his house out and submit him and whatever. I seen somebody post like, well, um, 
AJ knocked him out twice. He goes, as far as I'm concerned, he's two and zero against <laughs> against Pitbull. All right, but, bro. Um, two sixty six. Oh, actually, um, before we, I, I don't know if you want to talk about. I know we didn't get to record yeah. last week, but uh, Dillashaw and Sanhagen. Oh, we can uh, at least just touch yes. on the, on the main right there. Talk about that, uh, and and maybe the possible future for for Dillashaw there, bro. I'll let you. I'll let you get so started. All right, so. When we were watching the fight live, I was thinking, fuck Dillashaw. I think he's winning. He's had, He has the more pressure in the fight. He's not landing the biggest shot. He is getting rocked and he, he is getting hit constantly. Octagon, octagon control. Octagon yeah. control, right? So I was like, ah, he looks like he's winning in that way. But I'm like, ah, nah, but Corey's landing so much shot, like so many shots from different angles. He's defending all the takedowns. He got taken once, taken down once in that first round. And he did stay on his back for a bit. So I thought he lost that round. But like the two other rounds, I was like, all right, he's doing a lot better in these rounds, you know? And just like the overall picture of the fight, I felt like it was about the same, you know, where it was just like the pressure was happening, but he was landing bigger strikes. The knockdown for sure won him around. But just, I was impressed that Dillashaw was able to even stick through all that and continue on after like the knee injury and all these different, I guess, adversities that he had to face throughout the fight. And I was kind of just impressed by his performance because, like, to even challenge Sandhagen like that, I have a lot of respect for you. You know what I mean? To stick through a five-round fight with him and not get, like, finished because he's just such a killer on the feet. But it was a... uh, It's crazy to me because, like, afterwards, I saw a lot of people say that, like, Sandhagen, they thought Sandhagen won, right? Mm What do you think about that shit? Like, because that's my thought. I thought that... Dillashaw won in the first fight, like watching it. But then I watched it back a little bit, and I'm like, "Oh, he's landing all the big shots." I could see it going either way. Um. Well, I had uh, Sanhagen, you know, winning probably like, probably like three to two, you know, barely. But it, it wasn't. It wasn't because you know, obviously, uh, Sanhagen was doing more. It just was like Dillashaw wasn't doing enough, you know, at least in my eyes. But you know, he was controlling him, you know, but. Um, you know, I think ultimately it comes down just Sanhagen didn't do enough. Mm-hmm. You know, he yeah he was he did he did more, but in the eyes of the judges he just didn't do enough. You know, he should have got worked on. You know, not being on the, against the cage so much. Um, I think he was just kind of a little little bit of uh, not, I wouldn't say afraid, but he didn't want to get taken down. You know, I think that's what he was more tentative about. He just I can't overcommit on my strikes because then I'm gonna get taken down. Mm-hmm. You know. Which was kind of weird because he was doing a lot of spinning stuff, and you know, and I'm like, uh, need to chill on that, honestly. So I think he just should have stayed to the basics, moved around, just strike, boop, 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 and and it was working in the second round. Obviously, you seen him get get dropped, and um, I think if he had more more rounds like that, I, it would have been Sanhagen's night. I mean, ultimately, he had more strikes, but Dillashaw had more control. He had mm-hmm. the takedowns, and um, yeah. I think it. it Maybe a little bit of home, not home cooking, but I mean, there was a lot of people in favor of Dillashaw there. Wanting to see him come back, yeah. So, I don't know if that helps sway the judges, but I'm not mad either way. Honestly, like we said during the the fight night, we were like, damn, honestly, we could see Dillashaw getting the nod right here. And I wouldn't wouldn't be surprised. You know, I was kind of disappointed, upset about it, but hey, you know, at least... Mm -hmm. At least we got a huge headline now. Oh, Dillashaw comes back, defeats number one contender, and you know now he's uh, he's lined a, play- up for he's the a player again. Yeah, he's lined I feel up. Like probably. he could even just wait it out now because like he's a champion, like former champion. Oh, probably has to get some work done on that's his knee. I think, 
what he has the sights on is oh yeah. I'm I'm waiting for the um Aljamain and Sterling to or Aljamain and Sterling Aljamain and uh, Jan um, to yeah. to do their thing and afterwards I'm line me up and he got surgery too he got surgery right after the, the yeah the event he got knee surgery because he had something that like tore in there because when uh, I think it was Corey he got him in like the heel hook or something like that right and he popped his knee popped huh? something yeah so I, I think that. from there he was just struggling but I did like that Corey even said himself he was like dude honestly I walked to the back. Sean Shelby was back there and he told me like I'm only one fight away again like if I like to stay active and stay in there you know I made him pinky promise me like I made him pinky promise oh, he said shit. and he was like it's serious he's like serious like, yeah he's like, you can't <laughs> would you like it. to see him face like a guard brand then like in a comeback well he said I want font font he's like I want font like if uh, if uh, yeah if like Dillashaw's gonna wait for the belt I want font in the meantime and I'm like, that's well, a good fight. That's like, that's the next top guy right that's there. That's perfect. Like, all right, cool. Font's like sitting right there outside of it. Like, if he wants to get into contention, like he wanted Dillashaw, why not just get Sanding? And that's like the next best thing in the performance that was like pretty evenly matched, split deciding. A lot of people thought that Sanhagen won. People could see why Dillashaw won. You know what I mean? I think that'd be a good fight. <laughs> yeah. 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 It should yeah, be a good, sure. good striking match, uh, to say the least. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna need your guys' prediction first on Derek Lewis versus Gunn. Derek Lewis. Derek Lewis. <laughs> Derek Lewis. Uppercut finish. Sleep some like Curtis Blade. Honestly, I think <laughs> Gunn's gonna Blade. win. Just be safe as fuck the whole time and not get clear because he get he get, he has a chin. But I'm like, I want I want Lewis to win. I'm not rooting for Gunn, but I think that Gunn could win. Like, do you think Gunn can win like knockout or decision? That's I, don't, way. I don't think he'll finish Lewis. I think he can. I'd submit I, him. I was, I was watching. All the fights that Lewis is that Lewis has lost, mm. and it's just you just gotta overwhelm him once it's already like deep into the fight. You know, like if if it's early on, it's because you fucking overwhelmed him, you hurt him, you know. But that's when he's the most dangerous. First, second round, he comes out super explosive. So yeah, it's usually about the third, fourth, maybe the fifth round where that's where you can wear on 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 Derek. And we already seen Gone can go five rounds no problem striking and keeping the distance. And he has the the skills and the he has the length. I mean, he's biggest biggest shit, dude. So hell yeah, I think uh, yeah, he's heavyweight too. He was moving. I think gone quick. I think gone. If he finishes him, it'll it'll be in the third, fourth round, and it'll be a TKO, like probably from like body kicks or uh, maybe a head kick that wobbles him, and then he just shells up, and that's. That's yeah. it, you know. I could see that happening. If Lewis wins, because obviously Lewis is a big underdog mm-hmm. when you look at the odds, oh. and um, it's just a puncher's puncher's chance, honestly, that they're giving Derek Lewis. He's done pretty well with it lately, and I mean, like I said, I mean, he got Curtis Blades nasty with that uppercut. Yeah, you know? but I mean, that was a totally different game plan. Curtis was going in there to to wrestle and this fight's I bullshit. The whole fight. This fight's bullshit. I mean, the the title attached to it for sure. You already know how. Just like you know what I mean. Like it's just I was just thinking about it right now. I'm like, it, it would have been so much more interesting if they just gave Lewis fucking Ngannou. Like just it a little been, bit later in the year too. Not even that far apart from like. Because if Lewis loses this, like okay, he has to fight like someone else to come back and actually be up in contention. It's literally two months away from when Ngannou wanted to come back. He wanted to come back in October. He said September. Even. Oh, he said September. But there you go. 
it's a month away my g you know i'm like i don't know why they, they usually like uh, we a touched, fake title honestly we, we touched on this uh, uh you know when it when it got announced and we yeah. were upset about it then still upset about it now but As you can tell we're gonna watch it we're gonna yeah. enjoy the shit out of it i'm gonna root for Derek lewis no, even though no, it'd be pretty no. cool to see gone go at it with uh Nganu, because that'll be a, a high level uh striking match, I think. But I want because uh, Nganu's Nganu's, you know, cleaned up his striking, you know, um a little bit. So this card also has some really good fights on it. It was originally supposed to be uh Nunez and Juliana Pena for the Coleman event. But uh there's but they got COVID canceled because of COVID issues. Yeah. Yep. So now the co main event is Jose Aldo versus Pedro Munoz. Which you're Ooh. not losing a lot Ooh. on because that's a fucking that's banger a, right there. That's a cracker of a fight, mate. Jose you know at 135 <laughs> has looked fucking solid. That's gonna be and Pedro sick, has been a fucking beast. So I'm honestly stoked for that fight. What do you think? Who do you got on that? Like if you guys choose. Well, obviously Aldo is just way cleaner. And his striking is just way more advanced. But Pedro's a fucking dog and he has a, a dog. chin. And that motherfucker will just swing, you know, so and he's not afraid to lose a fight, you know, just going out there trying to swing and bang, you know, so Or eat a couple shots to land a couple shots. I think I got Aldo. You know, uh see it. And just winning the decision really. I honestly think the same thing because I feel like uh, Pedro Munoz is really good, but I just sometimes he uh I don't know. I'm just a little bit more confident in Aldo this time. I actually really like him at 135. I think he's been performing super well. For someone that, like, you see switching divisions, like, when they get older, you always wonder, like, fuck, are they going to do good? Like, are they done? Imagine if he was at his prime at 135. The whole time, he would have been fucking murdering, too. Man. But, I mean, he did good enough being a champ for, like, years at 145, like. One Shit. of the arguable goats for a 145. You know, I think just with the the, the advanced second round, you know, second half, better start with the advanced uh, dietitian and the, and, and the technology out there for athletes now. You know, I think it's a lot better to cut weight. You know, it's a lot easier mm. for these fighters when, you know, I think they, you know, all those always had money. You know, but maybe he was just wasn't too sure on. The whole he, like he didn't have guidance on the nutrition, yeah, especially thing. losing that amount of weight. Because I'm sure he's a bigger one one forty five. Even at one forty five, I bet you he was like whatever he, was, he would lose he like pretty, twenty pounds. Pretty solid at one forty five, for but sure. not lose too much. But at one thirty five, I feel like he's a big he's a big fighter I mean, there. But we, I mean, you you remember his first weight cut? We were looking at yeah, it like, yeah that's one forty five too though. Like at one I remember at one thirty five, he said he looked he was feeling good though. He was best. fucking shredded though. Fucking shredded he at just, the time. He looked kind of sick, though. Yeah, he, I don't know. Like Connor, when he had that, was it at bantamweight when he fought the lowest? Oh, he, he looked. Like no, no, no. He looked. At, he was at featherweight. Featherweight. Featherweights hit like Floyd weights. Oh, all right. But another cracker of a fight, Vicente Luque and Michael Chiesa. Say I'll let more. you. I'll let you. You're saying Luque. I'm like whoever he's fighting. <laughs> that's gonna be a fucking. And this is a kind of a top contender fight. Oh yeah, getting him into contention. I, mean, I think Luca is what number six, and Kiesa is five. So this is for sure fighting for you know flip flop mm-hmm. spots. I think, I think I got Luca, dude. I think Luca is gonna just go out there and destroy Kiesa. Uh, Kiesa is more technically not technically sound, but he's he's tough because he's long. Um, his grappling is, is is good. I mean that's his bread and butter. 
Um, but Luke, I mean, he's no he's no slouch on the ground. Yeah, you know? but he prefers to fucking like he like what he did with to Woodley. He prefers to stand there and bang, and then you know what? Well, fuck it, I got you hurt. I'm just gonna. You're training you. alongside guys like Gilbert Burns. Like, of course, you're gonna have submissions in your pocket if you're training with him all throughout. You know, like sparring just in general. I mean, his, like he's a, he was a black belt. I believe he. Oh, I, man, I don't know if he won worlds, fight. but I know he competed in worlds. I mean, these guys are. Can I be honest? I feel like they're he Brazilian. Felt, they just come out the the womb rolling, rolling the submissions. You know? They, I mean, yeah. I mean, he just fell in love with his hands, and he just said, yeah. "Oh shit, I'm knocking people out. I got a fucking crimson chin, and you know, I got he a block of a head. Chin. Even that's what uh, Thompson, Stephen Thompson said, <laughs> is that uh, Luke has one of the hardest heads that he ever punched. Uh, <laughs> is that where he broke his hands too? Both yeah. his hands. Both yeah. His hands. I'm really excited to see this fight just because if michael chiesa can like beat someone like this i feel like that's who he kind of struggles with is a, a striker that that has good like takedown defense and can also like make you stand on the feet only you know because he looked okay on the feet against magni he had some moments but for the most part it, when he was like taking him down and grappling with him that was like so clean the transitions were so smooth so like luke will have to be on his top-notch game if he's going to actually, like, perform well on the floor, too. Because if not, if he sleeps, I feel like Michael Chiesa said so good at taking your back and fucking choking you out. Yeah, I mean, Chiesa's a big welterweight. I think he's, like, 6'1", 6'2". It's crazy for a guy that was at 155, lost to fucking, I think, Masvidal. He said that, that was his his worst decision was fighting at 155, you know, just killing himself to make that weight. Oh, my phone died. I mean, oh. All fighters really say that, you know. It's like, mm -hmm. man, I don't know why I was waiting. Like, then it went up. Dustin Poirier was killing himself to make 145. Yeah, I, and then went up. I mean, I mean, even now, he's like 180 him. walking around before then too. Yeah, he's big. You, you see him. You see him now. Even cutting to 155, yeah, you bro. can see him. Like it, it, it drains these fighters, man. And like, it's, uh, it sucks like, that they have to cut so much weight, but you know they you, they know what they're signing up for. You know when they. I mean, even Sean Strickland. I think same thing with him. There's someone from this weekend that has, like, the same story. Sean Strickland was at 170, ended up stopped cutting weight, went up to 185, and he's doing really good. He's on, like, a fucking five-fight win streak now. Six, go, I think. go. Oh, you fucking... Bro, you didn't even get it on frame. Oh, oh fucking pineapple. God. Pina. Yeah. <laughs> Pina? Daniel Pina? He had it right there. Look, he didn't even get it on frame. Oh, you're trash. Bro, I'm telling you. Why does he have that number 10? Someone right? take that number 10. Just get it on frame. <laughs> At least get it on frame, my G. That's it. That's oh, all you need shit. in a big final like this. Yeah. Someone can bounce it off. But, but yeah, my phone died. Uh, there was another good fight on the card. I completely forgot who else was on there, though. Shh, me, There's me something else on there. There's another little spicy one in there mixed in there. I know it has to be. There has to be. Is there any notable prelim fights that you could think of? I can't. Because it's a pay-per-view uh, event. My brain farted. I'm a little high right now. Uh, Tisha Torres, Angela Hill's going to be a good one. And uh, Yadong. cool when Tisha's Song Yadong oh. versus Casey Kenny should be. Angela's good. been talking a lot of shit about Tisha Torres, too. She's always like, Tisha Torres being a fucking pussy. She's like, she ain't ready for this bitch An fucking season. Yeah, Angela Hill always talking that mess. Yeah. <laughs> She's cool. Uh, but she finally got the fight. So the, that's um, tight. The people's uh, main event right here, brother. Is uh Fazee versus Bobby Green. This this can be that's banger. a banger, banger of a fight yep. for the feature. Man, out of Fontana, Fontana representing, uh, and Fazee has just been looking like a killer. So that's oh, gonna be for sure. Somebody's gonna get finished. I think. 
Yeah, yeah I, 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 I can see going to the distance. They're both tough as fuck, you know. I so. think Fazeev is gonna beat Bobby Green, honestly. I, but you know what? We gotta we gotta root on the hometown boy. Yep, 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 Bobby yep. Green. I agree. I agree. The boy. He's. And I'm not saying like he's gonna get fucking slapped or whatever, but like, I think Fazeev is so good at kickboxing, and Bobby has a lot like a bit of a hard time with someone that can keep their range really well and like land big shots. But also, he's a fucking killer, and I feel like he can take him down. And do good on the floor now, honestly. Yeah, I mean, we got... He's a wrestler. We got some fun fights, you know, prelims all the way up. So oh, my fucking... Ne- next Saturday is going to be... Uh, should be fun. They really missed that right now. We'll Went in front of goal. Yeah, we'll but be, yeah. We'll be in Houston. We'll be in Houston. Check us out. Derek, yeah. We'll have a sign. <laughs> now, Derek Lewis in his hometown. Uh, like I said, I think I got Derek Lewis. The boy himself. Winning in the first round. Not God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah no. With that? No, just like we out. And that's a wrap.